There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I'd like to introduce you to the third place finalist in the <laughs> annual Hubbard Chili kickoff. Jennifer hey. Fritch, everybody. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, right. Yay. Yay. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And this was a new recipe, right? Um, Yeah, the fun thing is, I think I actually saw this recipe pop up on my Facebook page. It was called Slow Cooker Crack Chili Chicken. Anything with crack in the title. And I was like, you know, why not? Yeah. So I actually put it together the night before, and Tim and I sampled it yesterday morning. It was the first time that I had eaten it. It was very good. And it was good. But then there was a guy down in uh, our 2060 digital apartment, the guy that runs it, Steve. Mm-hmm. He was like, you're cheating. I was like, what do you mean I'm cheating? Like, I've never even tried this before. He's like, you put bacon in this, and that is going to win hands down. Bacon. Uh, yeah, and I'm crack. like, I asked her, oh. what was the crack? And she's like, it's bacon. Even yeah. even Roy from the afternoon show was like, it's so smoky. Did you smoke meat? I'm like, no, I put a, pa- I put a pack of already cooked black label bacon crumbles in there. Ta-da! <laughs> well, it was just recipe up. funny yesterday because Tim was like, you know, the winners of these things, it's usually like the BS chilies that aren't really chilly, you know. Yeah, but I do think I do think <laughs> the first place chili was like a real chili, right, Tim? Because well, I was told Scott him that first or second. Scott was first, but I told him the same thing. I was like, it's always the ones that don't. That, you know, they're like white chicken chili or the ones that are like obscure. It's not usually like it's, traditional. It's not normally like chili. just a regular chili. Yeah. Right. Is there anybody that's super competitive? I think Scott. Yeah. Because he is. I took a picture of him and he held up his finger and was like, I'm number one. <laughs> his was a white chicken chili of some sort. Oh, it was? I think so. Oh, so then there you go. Huh. But even yesterday, Fritz was like, I never win this thing, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but right? I don't. I feel pressure to enter to win because I'm on the fun committee. Well, you better. And I'm constantly telling people, you need to enter. You need to enter. So I feel the pressure like you gotta I walk have the to walk. enter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you, third place. Yeah. Yep. So not I, bad. I'd like to thank my fans. Top three out of <laughs> how many entries medal. were there? Four? No, five? like nine. Ten and ten. I think I was number <laughs> nine ten. Nine or ten. Really? That was it? Yes. I remember when there were like Thirty. Well, that's the problem. Nobody wants to put in the work, sis. And nobody. everybody, but everybody wants. Everybody to eat. wants to eat, and nobody wants to put in the work. Well, like, I think it's time for the fun committee to put out an all sin email about that. Maybe well, we do some sort of. Uh, you have to reach X amount of chilies for it to even move forward. Yeah, maybe. we don't even have it till there's eighteen entered or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Jen's right. Back in the day, we had... I don't even know if you were God, here, I Tim. I can remember. Yes, were you cause... here when they had all the tables that yep. were like 40? Yep. 
That's crazy. Yeah. The digital people are like, ah, there's so much pressure from this. Yeah, but fun you know committee. what? When the same people win every year, though, too, then Scott. it stops being fun for also, everybody else. Also, by the way, else. they asked like, to why be in on it, Jeff. They asked if they could be there. They don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that happens. Well, congratulations. Thank you. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com chris rock evidently took that oscar slap for nothing (laughs) because will smith and jada pinkett weren't even together when it happened yeah this is crazy. This is a bombshell that dropped yesterday. Jada is out promoting her new memoir, Worthy, in which she reveals that they've been living separate lives. She and Will Smith have been living separate lives since 2016. That's seven years if you do the math. That's a long time. Yeah, she admitted this on the Today Show yesterday with an exclusive interview with Hoda Kotb. I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? In regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out. And that would explain why they didn't share the news sooner, like when word came out about Jada's so-called entanglement with August Alsina or after the slap. But uh, in that interview with Hoda, she said uh, they're actually not technically divorced and they're not planning to file. But they're also not romantically together either. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jada said a lot of things contributed to their split. She said, I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted from trying. I think we, we both kind of just were stuck in this fantasy of what we thought the other person ought to be. And in a separate interview with people, Jada said that she and Will are going to have to do some real heavy-duty work together to figure out what this partnership is going to look like for them Mm -hmm. because uh, they have a deep love for each other and they Mm want to figure that out. Yeah. So. uh, You know what I'm looking forward to now because you know there are people just scouring through all of her Red Table Talks. And when she had Will on or when she talked about her marriage with Will, you know, we're going to be seeing all of these clips over the last seven years where she's basically just sitting there and lying, lying, yeah. or, you know, coming up with stories or yeah. misleading or. Well, and that's what's so confusing about the whole thing, because I thought the whole premise of Red Table yeah. Talk was it was supposed to be straight talk. Like, I'm putting it all out there. Yeah. And what you see is what you get. And we tell all. We're going to go there. Yeah, because remember, she had him crying when she talked about her entanglement. And it was all set up like she had screwed around on him. And he was devastated. And everybody's going on and on about how she's emasculated him. And 
She still is, it feels like. I mean, I don't know. Like, what does he, is he going to come out and talk about this too? I don't know. Did she even have a conversation with him that she was going to put all this in the book? I would think so. I mean, at some point, he's got to talk about something. But even her answers with Hoda, like when, when Hoda asked her, you know, why did the marriage fracture? Because you guys just seem so determined and committed. You know, what was why it? Why it fractured? That, that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. Oh. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. But you still live separately. We live separately. Hmm. Well, I guess whatever works for them, and right? And it's fascinating, too. I mean, I, I, when did all of the rumors start about the two of them having an open marriage? Oh, years and ago. Was it before 2016? Yes. Yeah, and, it's been and, at least 10 years for that, maybe even longer. You know, that they brought other yeah. people into mm-hmm. the relationship and... That yeah. they were both, but there were all those rumors too that he was cheating on her, and right. that's why she went out with the August guy. And yeah, it's all true. Everything is somebody true. is going to come out with a timeline and well, detail every single little thing that was done and said. I'm intrigued about Better. how you know there's got to be other LA people that have known this for a long time, who have yeah. agreed to keep it hush hush for whatever reason. Because that's interesting too. I mean, just with how. People are able, whether it's a reporter or it's paparazzi or what, are able to find things out that they were be they were able to keep this quiet for seven years. I think a lot of info is going to come out now. Yeah, starting with Will. Cats yeah. out of the bag. What do you got, bro? Yeah, everything about this is so odd. Like, I, you know, marriages fail all the time. Mm-hmm. And What's the big deal? Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Right. But, and I, but yeah. if if the marriage isn't working for you and and you can't be together anymore, you know, most people, most empathetic people will understand that. Yeah. You can't continue to live a life together, but... It's not the 1940s anymore. You know, the whole hiding <laughs> it from the world yeah, and everything so was just... Weird. That was so bizarre to me. And then, you know, to your point about her entanglement with August Alsina and the Oscar slap, I mean, those were two glaring opportunities for them to say, you know what? Let's just... Here's what's been happening. Yeah. And they didn't they do that. Didn't. By the way, this makes this whole relationship with Chris Rock really interesting uh, because in this upcoming memoir, Worthy, by Jada Pinkett, she reveals that Chris Rock once asked her out. It happened one summer. This was back when there were those rumors that she and Will Smith were divorcing. He called her and said, I'd love to take you out. But when she told him they were not divorcing, then he profusely apologized, and that was that. And then do we think that's why Will Smith has such a problem? Because he asked her out? added to it, maybe? Uh, Well, Jada says that she has had her feelings hurt a lot by Chris over the years, over some other stuff. And she said she thinks it goes back to a misunderstanding they had over the 2016 Oscars. That was the year of the hashtag Oscars So White campaign, uh-huh. which Jada was a very vocal supporter of. Uh, you may recall she even called for a boycott of the show. Oh, yeah. But Chris was the host that year, and she thinks he took that personally. 
because he even made jokes about it in his monologue. Mm. Uh, but anyway, in that same interview, she talked about the slap. I mean, this is the first time she's really kind of gone there about the slap, and she said that she, like the rest of us, initially thought it was a bit. You know, like they were just play acting. Yeah. She said, I, I, I was like, there's no way Will just hit him. And it wasn't until Will started to walk back to his chair that she took one look at his face and realized, oh, oh, wow, that was not a skit. Yeah. When and, he's dropping F-bombs on live television. Yeah. And the first thing Jada said to Will once they were alone was, are you okay? <laughs> Jada says that right after the slap during the commercial break, Chris came to the end of the stage. He tried to apologize to her, but she told him, she's like, I can't talk about this now, Chris. This is some old bleep. Wow. And as for the joke that prompted the slap, uh, Jada will not say it offended her. She said, I mean, that's what comedians do. I would just have to say that I'm not really here to make any judgment on how people decide to express themselves and express their art. Hmm. So she stops short of saying wow. that uh, that it bothered her. That Interesting. Offended her, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wow. I think we're going to be hearing a lot about this for weeks to come. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Barbara Walters. Sherry Shepard has a talk show, you know. And she had Joy Behar on yesterday. And they talked about how Barbara once made sweet, sweet love to, of all people, Richard Pryor. I would never put those two together. Sherry found the sound from <laughs> Paul Mooney, a stand-up comedian and longtime collaborator of Richard's, who actually walked in on them in the act. I can't. <laughs> Joy told Sherry, quote, Barbara liked a brother. Well, that's not that shocking because she had a relationship, a, a known relationship with Senator Edward Brooke yeah. uh, from Massachusetts back in the 1970s. And a major crush on former Secretary of State Colin Powell. But I don't know, when did this happen? <laughs> Richard Pryor is just not Richard, out of everybody. Yeah. I know. Was this something that, when did he, he died? When did he die? I don't know. I'll look it up. Um, yeah. I'm, I Did this happen in the 70s? In the 2005, 80s? Was, he died. He was. I mean, did this happen before or after he was freebasing coke and said his after he had that big accident fire. yeah yeah i don't know wow did she was he one of the world's most fascinating people and she interviewed him and that's how they yeah maybe met and... i don't know like i i i understand her attraction to you know a, a military general or you know a senator yeah. like just because of who she is, you know, you as just a assume, reporter, you know, as a journalist. Yes, they're the who's who of the political world. Right. But like Barbara Walters is also she's so a woman, like, Jeff. she's so upper crust, though, she's right? She's a woman in the end. <laughs> At the end of the day. She's just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him <laughs> to love her. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> that is so. But, you know, women, we want men who will make us laugh. And maybe none of those other guys were a lick funny, you know? Right. Not yeah. a lick. And then I know, but Richard, Richard Pryor's Pryor. so foul, though, you know? I know, <laughs> he is. Well, maybe Barbara's a dirty like, girl, you I want to be clear. I'm not saying Richard Pryor as a person was foul. You but think his, Barbara his Walters is dirty potty girl? mouth. His language and his comedy. His language yeah. and his comedy was pretty... Yeah. <laughs> I guess Barbara's got to let it out somehow. She, maybe she likes to be talked to like that. 
<laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's funny. That's an interesting pair. There's this, I guess there's speculation that it happened around 1980 or so when she was interviewing oh. him, I guess. Look at him as there. like a oh, sit-down interview. Look at that. Because people, I don't know, I think this is Us Weekly that I just pulled that up on there saying that I guess she interviewed him back in 1980, so they're speculating it was around that time. Yeah, that photo looks like it was before he blew himself up. Yeah, I think so. Rebasing cocaine. Oh, my God. Because that really changed, like, he almost died. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it, it did change his appearance quite a bit. Well, he I almost bet he melted was, his face off. I bet yeah. he was Awful. quite charming, though. He looks like it. Those comedians, I think they got it in them because they're just so creative. Yeah. Creative, super smart guy. Just yeah. not two personalities I would have put together. <laughs> no. It's funny. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? World of pop culture. And he just, yeah, those were some surprising things. I know it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesse Palmer. Host Jesse Palmer is hoping the Golden Bachelor does well. I haven't seen ratings for it, but, you know, the bits and pieces that I saw of it was, I thought it was pretty compelling. And Jesse Palmer, the host, is hoping that this will spawn a Golden Bachelorette. He said, I can't speak on behalf of ABC executives or anyone else, obviously, but, uh, I think a lot of people are waiting to see how this one goes first. And I know there are thousands of women across America deserving of that. There you go. The Golden Bachelor airs tonight at 8 p.m. on ABC. If you want to catch up, I'm sure they'll do a nice long recap at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've fallen off. Did you, Did you, Jeff? Because I know you and I both watched the first episode. I fell off just because my life at home is in turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> Between the sewer and the thermostat. Honest to God, we had to sleep in a hotel again last night. You're kidding. This is costing us so much money. Oh, my gosh. Because of the yard? Yeah, we've run into some additional complications. Oh, no. More complications with the sewer? Yep. Yep. So there's there's been some added out-of-pocket expense. Oh, God. (laughs) Insurance doesn't cover any of this? Uh, no, unfortunately. I mean, this started out as a maintenance issue. You know, it's a 50-something-year-old house, so it's time. A lot of homes in the neighborhood have slowly been having to do this. handle this, replace the main sewer line, their yeah. main sewer lines. So this is no different, but just the, the, the process and, and everything, all the steps, you know, that we've had to go through, have it's just been one snag after another. Uh, through no fault of of the plumbers, but you know there's there's some there's been some unfortunate delays and other things yeah. that you know on one hand are out of their control, and on the other hand, we're like, well, if we had anticipated and maybe planned this better, yeah, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in. So gotcha. Yeah, see, that's why I will always just build a new one. But th- before things start to go a little sideways. Just walk. It's like, yep, sell it, start over. Start fresh. All of a sudden, everything Jen's moving. New. There must be something wrong with her house. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been with you on that front. Like, I, Most of the houses moved. that I bought have always usually been new ones or, or like newly renovated ones. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, any homeowner that's ever had to go through a main sewer line... Oh, issue 
you know, we decided to pay extra money to have them basically jackhammer the basement and go that route, which was easy for us to do because we don't really have a finished basement. It's kind of yeah. half finished, but it's not a big deal if we jackhammer the, yeah, the concrete floor. in the basement. So anyway, it was more costly. You know, they're going to put that, that, that sleeve in there, and unfortunately that thing split, and it got snagged, and there was no way they could retrieve it and go back in there. So ultimately they ended up having to dig up the front yard anyway, which is just going to, that's going to look like a monstrosity now for the next six months. Sure. As so that why settles. can't you stay in the house? Is there just sewage? Because evidently it intersects with the water line. Oh. So we have no water, so we can't flush. We can't run water. Oh, gotcha. yeah, and you can't live like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the timing of these repairs is, is just not worked out, and we have to get everything inspected, and, you know, you got to call before you dig, so we're coordinating with 811. And so it's Ugh. just we've had to spend a few nights downtown, and... We've made the best of it. It's just yeah. expensive. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Well, Billie Eilish. That song, who sings it? Big T-shirt, Billie Eilish. Oh. Oh, yeah. Who is that? That loop gets stuck in I my love mind. That song. I know it. It's it hilarious. stylish. I know. <laughs> I'm big T-shirt, Billie Eilish. She thinks Bad Guy is objectively the stupidest song in the world, but she also loves it. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's worse. What about that new Barbie song? I think She's there's got worse. <laughs> she says you have to understand. You have to. You have to have humor in it. Like on that song, I'm trolling. That song is supposed to be goofy, but it's just funny because it's dumb. It's literally like duh. Like what does that mean? Billy says she and her brother Phineas are still fans of their own music, even if it makes them cringe. She said, "I love my own music, and it definitely just changes and morphs with me." There's something incredibly soothing about her voice, though. Like, even totally. if she's, like, even these ballads that, you know, we feel. Oh, my God. Our death in morning drive yes. radio because we like more of an upbeat energy level in the morning. But there, there is just something about her voice, man, that just is so soothing. Yeah. Like, you want her to read you a story so you can just fade off tonight. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I think she does do one of those calm isn't that what it's called, the call map, where they, like, have celebrities come on and, like, talk to you? and Oh, does she various, do that? I think she does do one i got to find that app. Yeah. I think it's Calm. If I don't know. I'll look it up. There is a Calm app. Yeah. I, I loved her interview with David Letterman. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was, yeah. She's just great. Did she talk, like, did she answer questions as she sings? No, but she talked about how she has Tourette's, and she had a lot of tics going on during the yeah, interview. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. And it's on Netflix if Super you want to watch it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Another mm. rumor that's been floating around, a story going around that Cher had her 47-year-old son, Elijah Blue Almond, kidnapped. I heard that. Yeah. This is according to Elijah's estranged wife. Cher hired four men to abduct him from a New York City hotel room as part of an apparent drug intervention. Cher is saying it is not true. She's saying what did happen. She's not saying what did happen, but she did say, I'm a mother. This is my job one way or another to help my children. You do anything for your children. Whenever you can help them, you just do it because that's what being a mother is. You try to be there for them. I believe Cher. Mm-hmm. So I believe that it, it's, it kind of sounds like he's having some issues. Yeah. She did something, but maybe not exactly the way it hurt. It wasn't four guys. There were three. three. Exactly. No, that's not. Well, you know, that's not what happened. I don't know. I don't know either. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Susan. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Hanging in there. Yep. Yep. Got your three headlines here. Two of them fake, one real. You pick the real one. You are going to the Children's Theater's production of SpongeBob the Musical. Which one's real? Is it A? Alaska Airlines has created a coffee that tastes better in the sky. Is it B? White Castle creates a slider that tastes better in the bathroom. Or C? Taco Bell is selling a burrito that tastes better when you're high. Uh, A. A, you are correct. It is A. Nice Good job, work. Susan. Yeah, airlines are not exactly known for having gourmet coffee on board. Uh, in fact, some studies mm-hmm. say you should avoid coffee and tea when you're flying because they use water from the plane's water tanks, which aren't always clean properly, mm-hmm. I have heard. Mm-hmm. But Alaska Airlines has announced a new onboard coffee, which they claim tastes better in the sky. It's a blend with Stumptown Coffee Roasters out of Portland, Oregon. And it was specifically designed for drinking in a plane. Okay. I guess. Uh, They say that coffee usually tastes bitter and weak when you're on an airplane, partially because your sense of smell is impacted by the dry air of the pressurized cabin. And smell, your sense of smell is key. It's paramount to your sense of taste. So they say they really punched up the flavor with this particular coffee. They say the coffee has strong notes that taste like marshmallows, browned butter, and toffee, as well as a delicate hint of citrus oils and cherry essence that supposedly... Fancy. Yes, that supposedly delivers a more complex taste when consumed in the air. Uh, but you have to fly Alaska Airlines to experience it. It will be exclusively served on every Alaska flight by December 1st. I guess they did have a partnership with Starbucks for forever. Yeah. And that came to an end. So this is like a kind of an earth-shattering deal. Wow. wow. Uh, for Starbucks, they're not That's interesting, though, happy about, about the- that. The science of taste and all that stuff when you're in the air. Yeah, but I always had coffee on the list of things you're not supposed to drink on an airplane because they said the the like water from the tank always isn't like filtered and or changed. Oh. Yeah. I had some when we went to Germany because we got there in the morning. I was like, they're coming around with drinks. I need to stay awake. I'm going to roll the dice on this one. Yeah. And how did it taste? It was fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah, I mean, when I fly in and out of Boston, you know, my hometown, which is where Duncan is from, and I'm a Duncan guy, man, they got Duncans all over that airport, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, get your own and carry it on. You're, that's, that's what the, I do. That's the way to go, buddy. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. 
Melissa is looking for a second date update. She went out with a guy named Gabe, and we're going to try to help her out. Hello, Alyssa. Hi. How are you guys? We're good. So, okay, this is so frustrating. Um, I met this guy on Hinge, and we really, we went out. We went actually went on two dates, and we went for coffee, and then we went to dinner at Marble. That's kind of the so, standard. The two-date thing now. The two-date thing. Everybody does the, the coffee, the preliminary coffee date before they go on like a real date. We may have to change the name of second date update. Yeah, to third date. Third date update. Third date update. Yeah. I don't know. Just do the first, those quick little meetups that are just, you know, 15 minutes, half an hour, do those really count as a date or is that just a meetup? That's just, uh, I want to just make sure you're not a serial killer. Right. I want to meet you in a very public place, get a feel for your vibe in person, make sure that you're not... You know, wanted by the law. Right. Or have anything creepy about you that I would spot right away before I commit to spending an entire... Yes. That's you know, exactly what that is. Yeah, kind of dip your toe in the pool. Yeah, I do think it's a coffee date, though. I think it's a date. A date. You, yes. you Anytime you're date. one-on-one and there's a beverage, it's a date. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you did the coffee date. That went well <laughs> enough. So you did dinner date, and how'd that go? That was, It was so great. Like, we had chemistry... We just, there was no like lulls in our conversation. It was just like, and he's funny. And I'm just, it was great. We just had a connection, which is so like, I don't know, it's not that easy to find people that you have a connection with. I hear that. So, okay. And like everything, we, you know, we flirted and he gave me a kiss goodnight. It was a great, great kiss. And I left thinking that I'd definitely see him again. And I have not heard from him. Nothing. So he laid one on you. Mm, nice. Yeah, he did. More than one. Okay. I, I guess that would leave me with the impression. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a, it was a great kiss. And, um, and I was just, I'm just really upset about not hearing from him. And I would like to find out what, you know, what the deal is. You don't think he's waiting for you to call him, do you? Uh, I've texted him. And did he respond at all, or did he just... No, nothing. Oh, nothing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you get... So you guys didn't hook up, I'm trying to go through the no, thought process. Just kissing. So presumably he's looking for a relationship. If he's on hinge and he's kissing you and you're not sleeping together, that indicates to me this man is looking for a relationship, right? Did you guys talk about that at all? Yeah. And he said that he was. He was looking. He said, you know, he's looking for something serious. And and it doesn't seem like the only reason he was, I mean, he was didn't just say that the first minute before he knew me. He said it later on. And he asked, like, what I was looking for. Yeah. Do you feel like you two were looking for the same things? It felt like it when we were talking. Right. And we, like, we, it was so, like, it was, like, such a great date. We couldn't stop laughing at certain points. It was just so easy. Yeah. How long ago was this? Like, I'm wondering if maybe he's doing this intentionally to leave you wanting more, you know? Like, he's intentionally delaying gratification. Well, it was two and a half weeks ago. Oh, wow. It's been a bit. Mm-hmm. So you've been stewing. A little, yeah. Hmm. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Gabe, and we'll see what's going on there. Okay, that would be really great. Hopefully get a third date.
If not, I hope so. Uh, it, an explanation would be nice, but hopefully we can do better than that. As second date update continues, next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Listen, Gabe met on Hinge, and they did the sort of what has become standard now, a coffee date, mm-hmm. which is just sort of a quick 15 to 20-minute meetup to assess. Check you out. Check you out, get a vibe, make sure it's not someone who wants to murder you. Mm-hmm. And if you think you got a pretty good sense of that, you continue on to the next tier. That would be the dinner date. The dinner date was great. Lots of chemistry there. Lots of laughs. They seemed to both want the same things out of a relationship. He was a perfect gentleman. Takes her back home. Lays one on her. Just a great kiss. More than one great kiss. And it was presumed that they would reconnect, but that hasn't happened. That was two and a half weeks ago. She's texted him, and there hasn't even been a blow-off text or a, uh, what do you call those, like uh, placating, appeasing, yeah. nothing. Did he, I mean, when you when you gave him, did he, when you texted him, did he give you at least like a thumbs up or a heart or a ha-ha? Or, or a, he liked it? Yes, or anything. Or anything. No, there was none of that. Uh, <laughs> not squat. I feel like he's missing. Something is going on. <laughs> M.I.A. First she always goes to that. She's like, That's I feel it. like he's been abducted and he's been murdered. I'm just kidding. Uh, Where are you? Yeah, I was sure he was going to be in the hospital. Oh, sorry. No, that's totally. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. But, you know, you hope not. But then there's a part of you that at least if he's in the hospital, you know it wasn't you. (laughs) Right. If he's incapacitated and unable to use his phone. It really isn't me. Then it it really isn't you. Right. You know, you just hope he's going to be all right and then call you. I get it. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. All right. Well, let's call him then. Hello? Hello. Is Gabe there? Yeah, this is Gabe. Hi, Gabe. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Am I on the radio? Well, that's a good sign. He's at least familiar with us. He knows that we're a radio show, although I did say Q102. Yeah, you uh, did give it away, it away right? a little bit. That, that kind of tipped it off. What uh, What's this about? Would you be open to chatting with us on the radio for a couple minutes about a girl? Uh, sure. Which girl? Oh, gosh. She's got a few, man. I and can tell. here we girl. go. Yep. That wasn't very smooth. <laughs> uh, this would be Alyssa. Okay. I forget. Where did he go with Melissa? Was it Marble? Marble. We had dinner at Marble, yeah. Is she nice? I, I mean, she was nice um, enough, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, just uh, a little too high maintenance for me. That's kind of where I'm at. And just like during dinner the entire time, she talked about how she gets her nails done, her pedicures every couple of weeks, massages, facials, plastic surgery, Botox. Uh, both a personal trainer and a nutritionist, and and also a chef. Like who who does that? Who has that? I don't know, um, but I want her life. I mean, 
I feel it exactly. So far, I was actually <laughs> taking tally of all the things that you said she did, and I just stopped. I did the first stuff, but then I stopped a personal trainer. Yeah. I mean, I stopped it. Fake well, nails, lashes. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten a tan before. You're high maintenance, Fritz. I'm not at all. <laughs> I just like what I like. According to this guy. Is that what you're saying, Gabe? You're saying that with all that stuff, Alyssa feels too high maintenance for a guy like you? No, but there's there's more. I'd even finish the list. There's, she has a cleaning lady, a Pilates instructor. Um, she is a personal shopper, an interior designer, like just crazy things that I would never have even thought about having. I want it all. He sounds like a dream. I want it all. I want her life. I want it now. We got to put this in perspective here, man. These are all things you don't have to worry about. Yeah, buddy. All you got to do is show up. She's obviously doing well for herself. And if she keeps this maintenance stuff up, she's going to look as good as Martha Stewart at that age. She's like, what, 81 or something? Also, what you is can your tap concern? in and I enjoy them. Yeah. Are you afraid that you're going to have to pay for all of it? Or are you what? Or that she's just never going to be around? Because she's going, what, what, why is this an issue for you? I, I think it's just because, like, do you do anything on your own? Like, do you oh. do anything for yourself? Or are you, you know, coddled with everything, you know? Not if I like, can afford just... it, I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if you can't afford it. Oh, my God. You know, there are just... I mean... Uh, there are some people, though, that are like that are like him, that are like, you need to grow up and take care of yourself. Life isn't about yeah. other but people I mean, doing honest, everything for you. Like, honestly, when I look at someone like a Kardashian or an influencer, and I see that they do all of these things and they have everyone doing everything for them, Mm -hmm. I do say they are high maintenance. I would agree with the fact that to keep up with that has to be a lot. See, I wonder if they would even be able, like I wonder if they'd be capable of taking care of Of going to the grocery store. Self, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if they lost it all tomorrow, would they be able to survive without all of the assistance that they're getting from all of these other Right, or people? just half of the assistance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got no problem if you're a little high maintenance, as long as you're not entitled, which I, I don't get that sense from you, Alyssa. Do you think you're entitled? Absolutely not, no. And you obviously I, do pretty well for yourself if you're able to pay for all this stuff, right? I do. I have a really good job. I work really hard, though. And it it doesn't make sense for me to have do all of these other things, such as clean my house. I don't have time for that if I want to have personal time. So yeah. I'd rather hire someone so that I on my time off, I can enjoy my time off. Me too. Right. Me too. I hear you. And if you're fortunate enough to have the money yes. to do that, why not be good to yourself? I would think so. And I, it's not that I can't do things. But I don't do my nails as well as somebody else would. No. Right. And that's literally, honestly, like 30 to 45 minutes every other week. I mean, that's not that much. I do. I get my nails done. It's not that much time. I'll well, see. and I'm the king of call a guy. So I relate to you, Alyssa. <laughs> he calls a guy to hang a picture. I do. <laughs> well, and yeah. honestly, like, I love, 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 love cleaning. But I have a cleaning lady that comes over one time a month that does, like, the Good, good, good cleaning. And the day that she comes, I feel like I get my life back with my family. Like, I literally walk into my house and I'm like... And that's more important. I don't have anything going on today. Like, I can play Twister or shoot basketball or mm-hmm. we can go out to dinner. I mean, I can cook a good meal. It's it's 
it's so amazing to have that feeling. I mean, do you consider yourself to be high maintenance? No, not. Mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit just because I, I do use these services and do these things. And it is easy to get used to. Oh, yeah. I know. This sounds yeah. like a dream. Her life sounds like a dream. I, we need to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, Alyssa, what was your life like growing up? Like, if you enjoyed luxuries like this your whole life? Um, it wasn't. I, I think that we had, I, I felt fortunate that I got to do swim lessons and go to camp. Yeah. But um, I, I, it wasn't like we had a chef or I wasn't getting Botox. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> so, I mean, it just. I say it, it felt normal, but it depends where you, you know, what your circumstances are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know, Gabe. doesn't sound like she's the woman for you based on what you're saying. She unless not, you're not, Nothing against her. Just not my, not my style, you know? Okay. Well, thanks for taking the call. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck to you. Have fun doing all of those things by yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the funny thing is he sounds like tim i know i do all of them so yeah, i get it tim is very i'd rather save the money and do it myself mm -hmm. yeah he's a little dramatic i think yeah like he listed everything like people go and do pilates he's acting like doing something to be fit is yeah and, and i mean jeff made a very good point you know, the, you taking care of yourself in that way. I mean, you are going to look like Martha Stewart when you're 81. Yeah, especially with the massage and all of the good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Girl. Yep. Work it. Yeah, enjoy it while you got it. <laughs> all right. More power well, to you. you. guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're very lucky. And uh, continued success to you. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. You need a little help with the second date update? All you got to do is send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right. Yesterday, we talked about the most popular costumes uh, coming up. This year's weirdest costumes. Also, is there finally footage of Bigfoot taking a dump? <laughs> we have been hoping for this. For this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Some of the news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Let's start with Halloween. I guess anything can be a Halloween costume these days, or at least the companies that make those cheap foam pullover costumes think so. Yeah, they do. But HuffPost, or HuffPo, uh -huh. they like to call themselves, just did their annual roundup of the weirdest Halloween costumes you can buy. And here are some of the highlights. Ceiling fan. Huh. <laughs> you're having a hard time picturing it the hat is supposed to look like a fan okay and it comes with a shirt that says let's go ceiling oh my god get it ceiling fan yes That's funny uh a utility pole costume for couples you're each a utility pole and you're connected by straps that look like power lines gotcha how about a before, during, and after you go to the bathroom costume? Well, 
Okay, what does that one look like? Because I've kind of been looking at something. <laughs> this requires three people. Okay. One costume is a full roll of toilet paper. Another is an empty roll. And the third costume is poop. Oh, nice. Because, you know, Jacob loves portalettes. And he is also very on top of our toilet paper situation in the house. Explain to people who are new to the show. Yes. What do you mean when you say Jacob really loves portalettes? Meaning he just has a, an affinity, a weird He's obsession with He's fascinated by them. Portalettes. He, when he sees one, he thinks it's hilarious. If we're caught in a situation where his only option is to use a portalette, he gets pretty tickled about it. So he likes he, using them. He, I, you know, I haven't gotten to the bottom of it. He hasn't been able to tell us yet. We haven't had a chance to ask him that while he's, you know, spelling by using a keyboard to communicate. Right. So our best guess. But he does use them. Though. Yes, he okay. will use them. He's but done. he gets very excited. Like when we went down to, you know, the um, flying pig and there were just portalettes everywhere, you know. Yeah. It's just we we get pictures with portalettes. So I was trying to find a portalette costume, and I have not been able to locate that. But I have looked at the roll of toilet paper costume, and it's kind of cute. I can show you here. It's kind of cute. Let me see. It's kind of funny. It's like a dude just wearing a huge... Come on, it's zooming in. Well, at least it's wider than 3.8 inches. Yeah, the toilet paper roll, it's unrolling across the chest. Yeah. So. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's funny. But they do do have also urinal costumes. Like, you're you're the urinal. Oh, you are the urinal. They have toilet costumes where you're an actual toilet. But yeah, I haven't found any. What about a poop emoji? A poop emoji. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's, yeah. Said uh, that. Yeah. Um, you want to mess with the toilet paper guy? Say, what are you, bounty paper? T- no, no, dude, I'm toilet paper. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing worse like when you go, to, when you do, spend all this time on a costume where you spend all this money and they get it wrong. Right. And you're like, right. no. Right. Not what I am. How about sexy Ronald McDonald? No. The lingerie site threewishes.com is selling a sexy Ronald McDonald. Tim was just telling me the other day, I think a sexy Ronald McDonald would look good on yeah. you. Sexy, how about sexy Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants? Why yeah. not? Mm-mm. He's the pink starfish. God. No, there's, what, what needs to be sexy about that? That's like sexy Nemo. Stop it. How about sexy red super plumber, a.k.a. Mario? Oh. <laughs> okay. the, I'll take the, that over my uh, Ronald. Yeah. I would, too. I keep getting targeted oh, with... Oh, wait a minute. The Ronald, the sexy Ronald is for women, I guess. I keep getting targeted with this. For some reason, the sexy Miss Cookie. I don't oh, know. Miss Chocolate Chip Cookie. I'm not kidding you. This sexy Mrs. Miss Cho- Chocolate Chip Cookie. I've never cookie. seen that one Those before. Is that Jennifer are... Coolidge? I don't, it looks like it looks her. Like from a distance. But this it? keeps coming up in my thread because I've been kind of researching some costumes for the show. So now it's in my algorithm, and that is what has been coming up. Wow, that's a doozy. The uh, chocolate chips are placed very specifically yes. on the on your own chips, the, the breast area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can also get sexy unicorn and sexy vampire costumes for men this year. Uh, what else? Botched surgery costume. This is fun. Botched surgery costume. Your whole body is covered in bandages, so it looks like you had a nose job, facelift, and every other cosmetic procedure, and it did not go well. Oh, wow. Charcuterie board. 
<laughs> it hangs on your chest and has pictures of various meats and cheeses. Oh, I've seen I that laugh. one too. Yeah, it, that's just like a little felt thing. We could do that. Right, and then you can get someone else to dress up as a glass of red wine or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Moscow Mule, copper mug with ice and garnishes on top. Bonus, the bartender at the party will at least know your drink order. True. Uh, let's see, a Bud Light couple's costume. Each of you are a can of Bud Light. Mm. All right. Why? Okay. I don't know. Oh. It was trending this year. Oh, got it. Uh, a price is right four pack. Meant for four people. Each person wears a belt that looks like the podium's contestants stand behind. Oh, that's funny. One of you is bidding $1,700. <laughs> the other is $1. bidding $800. <laughs> the other, another says $801. Uh-huh. And the last person bid a buck. Yep. Oh, that's cute. That's funny. How about dumpster fire? I went as a dumpster fire this year. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. A burning dumpster and you're the trash. Uh, there's the kale salad and ranch costume for couples. One of you is a piece of kale. The other is a bottle of ranch. It is for couples where one person eats healthy and the other doesn't. That's very funny. Hmm. Chicken nugget being dipped in sauce. That one's kind of cute. That's a costume for toddlers. And a taco costume for guinea pigs. Petco actually sells that. A taco costume for guinea pigs. Oh, that's funny. And they also... Sell a sushi costume for pet lizards. Yeah, I bet those pets, neither one of them like that very much. No. The lizard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, putting any clothing on I know. animals. I haven't dressed Merle up in a bit. I, can't. I may have to get a little something for him. He appreciates that. <laughs> I just want him on it, you know, it on him long enough for a picture. Our dog yeah. tries to eat her own collar, so I can't imagine her keeping any sort of she would outfit have, yeah. on. I mean, there's just no way. But the ones for, with dogs that are just so great, the ones that their front legs go into, like, oh, yeah. if they look like a snowman or a mailman or... Like they got arms. A cop, yeah, and the yes. little arms stick we out the side. We had one where Steve, where he was a UPS man, and he was carrying, oh, I love it. carrying the package. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> Merle needs... I need to get him a police officer one because he is constantly on patrol. <laughs> he is just pacing back and forth from the front of the house to the back of the house, constantly looking for people walking by. Uh. That's awesome. You should <laughs> and get him. And then loses his mind when somebody does. You should get him one of those little things that he can touch, and it's a siren, too. So he <laughs> runs over, and it's like, woo, 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 woo. funny dog. We are entering a creepy time of the year here, guys. Evenings are getting cooler and darker. Tomorrow, by the way, is Friday the 13th. Ugh, Halloween oh decorations are going up all the over the darkness place. darkness is here. So is this a good time for me to ask if your house is haunted? Yes, my house is haunted. You think it is haunted I, for I real? I do. Who do you think is haunting it? I do you think know. there's someone buried underneath the house? And I, I, I don't want to like say this in like a, I'm joking kind of fashion, but I think it's some sort of portal because we constantly hear people walking. Get out of here. Swear to God. All the time. Do you like have a it, basement? Yep. Like it will wake me up. I'll be like to the point where, and I know no one is there because I have cameras all over the house. I mean, inside, outside cameras, et cetera. And they nope. haven't showed any no. And, orbs? And, and, no, nope. And I will be like, and I will think, like, if Scott is gone, I will think that Scott is home. And I will be like, well, that's weird. The garage camera didn't go off. And it will just be somebody walking. Huh. I, all my, the time. And my, I haven't seen anything. I've seen ghosts before. But I haven't seen anything. But I hear it. 
Yeah. My old house, I don't think the house was, but I think the piano we had in the mm-hmm. house was. And when I would sleep. When you lived in Mason? Yep. When I would sleep on the couch that shared a wall with where the cam- where the piano was in the next room. Mm-hmm. piano was right up next to that wall. And on that wall was the couch that I would sleep on on occasion. And I would kind of be half awake and the same thing, portal, because I can see it vividly still now. It was like a train. It was a train station. And it was maybe the 1920s. And there was a little girl walking in a little petticoat and holding a little bag and just walking right by. Yeah. It's weird. Even my nephew just texted me. Dude, I thought I was crazy when I heard people walking around your house that one time I spent the night to watch the dog. I'm like, no, I'm not kidding you. It's where so Where are the footsteps? Like from above or from so, another room? So I'll be in my bedroom, which is on one end of the house, yeah. and then the other living quarters are on the other end of the house, and it just sounds like someone's walking across the house, like do-do-do-do-do-do, and then stops. I'd be out. And then stops. It doesn't bother me. I mean, and like, you know, there's nothing. It doesn't feel like... I don't feel alarmed. I don't feel like, you know, scary movies where people are like opening drawers and opening doors and stuff's turning on. Like, it just is like, is what it is to me. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Now I've had that stuff happen. Yeah. I haven't, though. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I know I can hear it. Oh, I just remembered something else weird that happened in that house. When I was moving into the new house, I had a friend that was helping me get organized and her daughter had was holding on to a bunch of my jewelry. And she took the jewelry from upstairs to downstairs. I think it was upstairs to downstairs. And she put the jewelry in a room downstairs. Oh, yeah. And my friend turned around, and the jewelry was back upstairs. Ooh. Hmm. And nobody took it? No. She had just brought it down. Now, see that, I'd be like, "Mm -hmm." That's like, what in the world? Yeah. And whose jewelry was it? It was mine. Oh. But there might there might but have did, been like did, did your grandmother old, ever own it? I don't think so. I think it was all relatively new stuff. So I used to live on the corner of Twelfth and Vine in OTR in this creepy old building that was you know 110 <laughs> something years old, probably 120 years old by now. Mm-hmm. Loved living there. Loved that building. Lived there for five years. And stuff happened, man. Mm-hmm. That the further I get away from that time. I can rationalize it and tell you, no. I think the reason the ceiling fan light went on and off or why the ceiling fan would just inexplicably go off by itself was because the people above me had a remote with their ceiling fan, so maybe we were on the same frequency and mm-hmm. that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what happened to us in, at our place in Prospect Hill because you're so close to all these different condos and apartments and Sure. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure, but I mean, at the time, I I was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, I thought about that, but then, I don't know, those signals, they go through walls? I guess mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. We had a friend, too, that, that lives in Dillonvale. We sold her our house, and she called us for the next three months because she said, "I the doorbell keeps ringing and no one's at the door. Ooh. And you know how they sell those digital doorbells now that aren't connected to a wire yeah Yeah. like wireless two houses down had the same one so when someone would ring the doorbell two houses down it would ring 
At That's a crazy. At a different house. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? I don't like it that It took either. us like a month to figure out what the hell was happening. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, there was that. Um, you know, someone... I would occasionally like, like there'd be running water. Like one of the drawers would be open. Just things like that. Weird that... stuff. Yeah, that place was really small, too. At the time, like that stuff kind of yeah. messed with my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. In part because not only was it a super old building, but... A woman was murdered in that building decades earlier. In your bedroom. In your room. Yeah, right? In your bedroom. Right on the floor. I I can't say with certainty that it happened in my space. I just know that it took place in in the building. So it could have been in someone else's unit. I thought it was your unit. I did, too. Jen and I have placed a crime at your house for some reason. Well, you brought a psychic to my house. Yeah, medium. Who seemed to point in the direction that it was in yeah. my unit. So it may very well have been. I don't know. I can't. I was never able to confirm that. And I tried. I did a lot of research and I talked to people at Channel 9 because the murderer left after after he murdered this poor woman. Uh, the murderer very calmly walked down to the Channel 9 studios and took the newsroom hostage. Yeah. And this was like in the 1980s, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if there was anything remotely strange, like that kind of messes with your head a little bit. But it's also weird how the further we get away from those experiences, the more we are like, well, you know. It's easier to dismiss. It's probably a very rational explanation yeah. for that. Sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I did have an electrician weigh in about the ceiling fan thing. So. Mm. More, more than likely it was that. Anyway. I asked the question because 42% of people, that's a lot of people, say they have felt what they thought was a paranormal presence in their home or at least something or someone they couldn't see, a la footsteps walking through the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 37% have heard those unexplained sounds that Fritch talked about. 18% claim they've actually seen apparitions or ghostly figures. I don't say anything here about portals, but 16% of people think their home is actually haunted. Although that might not be a huge deal because 24% of people say they would buy a house that's haunted if the price was right. Yeah. I mean, as long as there's not, you know, evil at play. I mean, if you're waking up. I mean, I have family members that swear that they've had run-ins with very evil spirits. And, uh... What's that? Um, yeah, bad that, stuff. Um, that's scary. The Watcher. Did you guys watch that on Netflix? The Watcher. No, no. And that's about. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I did see that's that. That's like actually. about a haunted house right, or right, like right. something that torments this house. They just did the one season, right? I or think was season the... two is coming out. I don't know. I'll have Jesus, to pull it up. What is these shows? Take these two, three-year hiatuses. I know. What is I that? Know. I don't know. They'd take a summer break. They'd be off for three months. They'd be back on in the fall. I know. That's the way it used to be. And wasn't it, it a looks, beautiful time? It looks like the Watcher season two could arrive by 2024, so sometime soon. When, when House of the Dragon. How much longer do I have to wait for House of the Dragon? It's not coming out in 2036. Jeez. I'm just kidding. We did get an update on The Crown, though. November, uh, they're, they're going to release four episodes. And then December, an additional six and what about Yellowstone? That's a that's on permanent hiatus. And what about Euphoria? That's also so we had a list back on the hot list a while ago that was talking about 
shows that aren't going to come out. And they're like, seriously, like 2025, Jeff, for stuff like Euphoria and things like that. And that was because of the writer's strike. Because of the writer's strike. And it was, and I think I remember talking to it uh, about it with you guys about how the Avatar is not like the final Avatar is coming out 22 years after the first ever Avatar came out. They already oh. shot all of it, didn't they? Most all of it. But I think there's like the 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 one is coming out in 2035 or something like that. Wow. It's like some insane statistic. Also on Netflix, uh, we got really hooked on Lupin, which is a really fun show. That, that had two seasons, and then it just disappeared, went away for like almost three years. And we just found out season three is coming to Netflix. Oh, nice. But... Uh, that's kind of a cool show. That's about uh, the world-famous Arsene Lupin, uh, gentleman thief and master of disguise. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, watch. Summer of 2024, Jen, for House of Dragons Season 2. All right. By the way, you would like to star that show, Omar C. He was he was in that movie, uh, the, the, the French movie you and I went to go see, The Untouchables. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah. I already like him. He's Hello. Lupin. So those are our television recommendations. Okay. If you can find them. <laughs> Good luck. Next year. A little before 8 <laughs> o'clock. Coming up, uh, we just talked about the paranormal and haunted houses. We're going to talk about Bigfoot next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Watching it, do you think someone finally got actual footage of Bigfoot? Man, it's a matter of time, you know, really. If he's out there, somebody is going to find him. So maybe this is it. I'm pulling it up. I want to watch this. I do too. I want to see it, Tim. Can we get something that's not so grainy? <laughs> not bad. I've seen Blurry. worse. Shannon and Stetson Parker celebrated their 10th anniversary over the weekend by doing some sightseeing. They took a train ride through a remote part of Colorado, and they were in the last two seats on the caboose with this great view. And at one point, they noticed movement. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is he taking a crap or just yeah. sitting down? Oh, no, he's blending. He's blending in so nobody sees him. Oh. The person next to them started filming, and it does look like Bigfoot or someone in a Bigfoot suit. I mean, you know, if you're a prankster, that might be kind of fun to put on a Bigfoot suit and just Walker. go somewhere where there are people. Hey, I know that uh, the uh, California Zephyr Amtrak train is going to go by every two days. <laughs> exactly. True. Let's go out there and uh, mess with people. But well, on the other hand, but on the other hand, this was supposedly in an area with limited access to cars. Yeah, but maybe they helicoptered mm. him in. <laughs> helicoptered maybe him in. he repelled. As a hoax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, experts say it's definitely not a bear. It almost looks like he's pulling up his pants when he sits down. You know how, like, you adjust your pants when yeah. you sit? Like, pull them at the knees? Yes. Now, there's a handful of people online that are saying it could very well be a hunter in one of those ghillie suits that snipers wear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but what's he what doing would they, out what, there? What's yeah. he hunting? Armadillos? 
<laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. But Stetson spent 10 years in the Air Force and says it definitely was not that. Ooh, I like this. So maybe. We're getting there. Yeah, he even asked the conductor of the train company. He said, you know, do you guys, like, plan some elaborate prank for Halloween or something as a joke? And they were like, no, we don't know anything about it. Well, they're not either going to, then they're not going to say, yeah, we did. Oh, gotcha. No. Oh, you think they're going to? I mean, if it's a prank, they're not going to. Right, but isn't the fun in the prank letting him in on it eventually? Eventually. It depends on, on the goal of the prank. Well, whatever it was, it's walking on two legs at the start of the video, and then it squats down like it's trying to hide, or or maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. it's the first clear footage of Bigfoot taking a number two. Right? He didn't pick a very interesting spot to do that. But I suppose, you know, I wonder, if is Bigfoot more man or more animal? Because if he's more man, he's going to look for a tree or, you know, a really large bush to squat behind. But if he's an animal, he's just going to squat and go anywhere. I'll put this up, guys. You be the judge. So which is it? Is he more man or more animal? I think he's got so much hair. Don't you feel like that's more animal than man? And the face is a bit different? Is he closer to a gorilla or closer to a human? We need some DNA. We still talking about Bigfoot? Yes. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm good. How are you? Pretty Doing good. Pretty great. good. Oh, hey, the mood to give away $1,000. Do you think you're feeling it today? Oh, I'm always feeling it, yes. You feel it every day when you play in the car? <laughs> I do, and I do so well. So <laughs> Now, we played the Powerball, and even though we didn't win the big jackpot, I learned that collectively we won $116. That's something. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one play. We'll try know, not right? to. Now, Laura, if you win $1,000 on the 1K letter of the day, what are you going to spend the money on? Well, we're going to Brown County this weekend for a girls' weekend, so oh, probably there. Oh, that's yeah. great. Right. Yeah, we're having have a good time. Yeah, about how many of you girls? Um, Probably between like 20 to 25. It's my whole family, so I've got a big wow. family. Oh, that's wow. good. Yeah. Family. Don't they have like a lot yeah. of big wineries and like little restaurants and stuff there? Yes, they do. Oh, yes, fun. they do. Brown yeah. County, I'm not going to spend it all on alcohol. Look at it all. <laughs> it has like a tagline. like, what are you doing in Georgetown? Yeah. You're going to the other Brown County. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah, yes, the one in Indiana. Gotcha. All right. All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. You could spend $1,000 with 25 people in a at one Absolutely. dinner. Yeah. Sure That's right. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Easy. All right. I can do that. Well, uh, you got the letter F as in fun. Ooh, we've had winners okay. with F, haven't we? Yep. Letter we F, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. F's a good word. So. Yeah, I got, think so. Got 30 seconds on the clock. All right. Here we go. Do not repeat okay. any of your answers and make sure you pass quickly, but you knew that already because you win every day in I the did. car. Okay. <laughs> right. Right, here we go. With the letter F, name something you put sauce on. French fries. A Halloween costume. Frankenstein. Something black. Fur. Something you kick. 
family member. Something round. Pass. An office supply. Pass. A dessert. Oh my pass. A fruit. Fudge. Fudge. Yep. Something round. Started kick, out good. Something you kick. Football. Football. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh. yeah Ford. You could have said Ford for something black. Something you kick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for work. Just took her a bit to get yeah. there. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. That yep. gun. All right. <laughs> Close, girl. Yep. Oh well. Oh well. You. I'll be spending my own money then. <laughs> That's all this right. Time. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, you will. Enjoy we are. that. Enjoy we are. it. All right. Have a great time. Be safe. All right. Drink responsibly. Thank you. Okay. Be yep. safe. See, <laughs> See you later. Take care. All right. Here <sighs> she goes. Yep. It is so much harder when they get on the air. Mm-hmm. Different world. So, Fritch was happy to announce this morning that Penelope has no cavities. Yeah. Yes. Made the big announcement this morning when she came into work. No cavities and two wiggly teeth. I love it when they we lose their front teeth. Yeah, we oh. potentially could have the two fried tooth Christmas, guys. Which would be fantastic. All I want for Get Christmas. Get your Christmas cards ready now, friends. <laughs> I love that. And I, when it, they talk. Yeah, it just, it just my favorite is everything. when um, they continue to stick their tongue through it. Like, oh yeah, they can't oh, help. Duh, duh. That's weird. They can't because it feels weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is especially good news after Fritch, you know, was feeling anxiety of having to take Penelope to the dentist because Penelope was not thrilled about going to the dentist. So yeah, she doesn't always like it. That component. Do you guys remember losing your front teeth, your two front teeth? Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I remember photos that my mom has of yeah. us without teeth, but I don't I really had remember a- it. I had a traumatic experience, my two front teeth. Right. I They were both loose, and I was, like, playing with them. I'm like, ah, oh, huh, huh. you know, they're loose. And my best friend, Sean, said, you want me to knock them out for you? Oh, and God. I thought she was kidding. I'm like, yeah, sure. And she did. She hit you in the face? She hit hey. me in the mouth and knocked Jesus. my two front teeth out. Sean. Well, well, that'll teach you. <laughs> Who knew she had that in her? So there you go. She's wow. such a kind, Gone. gentle kid. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's still my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you can survive that, you can <laughs> right? really survive anything. You're not kidding. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, I bring that up because you could be brushing your teeth wrong. Uh, Jen talked about this in the Facebook Live video this morning. It turns out a lot of us are. Someone asked Dennis to weigh in. And here are a few of the top brushing mistakes they see happen all the time. Number one, brushing too hard. I think I do that. Because I, I really want to feel it You're be clean. You're trying to get everything off of there. They yeah. say it's bad for your gums and probably is not helping your teeth either. Uh, because it, what does the cleaning are the tips of the bristles. But when you brush hard, you're just making them splay out. So they're mm-hmm. not really You guys, cleaning. You, do you prefer the soft bristle or the hard bristle? Soft. Uh, I do the soft. I do soft, but I brush hard. I like using a, I have two toothbrushes. I have the soft, regular size, and then I have a kid's toothbrush with the hard bristle because you can get back. Oh, in there? You can get back mm. further in there mm. with the smaller head on it. Yeah. yeah. This is a nerd alert. <laughs> oh, did we get a double ding? <laughs> I've never had a simultaneous ding before. That's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it did. It sounded like one day. Our lives are complete, friends. Thank you. (laughs) That's so great. That's great. They make me want a bell. I don't have a bell. 
I'm uh, the only one that doesn't have access to a sound effect. Um, you are your own sound effect. It doesn't. It's just your apparently. size. <laughs> Half of the time, you can't even hear it because it's so far off, Mike. Yeah, but it's just this, it's a subtle dinging. So morning zoo. <laughs> but it's great. You have a foghorn. No, but I don't Which have I'm control of the foghorn. Which I'm surprised didn't go off when we talked to Ian Summer. We're not know, allowed I'm to let you have your own sound I'm effects. We have to be in control of them, Jennifer. I know you don't trust. We me decide with my own when sound you effect. get darted. Apparently, <laughs> I needed that dart. I needed that dart the other morning badly. <laughs> I'm feeling hot. Whoo, <sighs> Ian. Oh, Ian. For people that are listening that have no yeah. idea what we're talking about, oh my uh, God. Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m., Ian Summerholder. How do you say his name? Is it Summerholder? Ian Summerholder. Holder. Yeah. He called the show. Um, and he is like the love of my life. Yeah. What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, we don't know, bro. <laughs> well, he's got a baby. Yes, thanks for starting my morning off in such a powerful, positive way. Yeah. Aww, Aww, I mean, I feel like after he said that, he went and hugged himself because it just was so wonderful. He did. Ian looked in the mirror and said, you rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the reason why oh. we had to bring this up was it was a total surprise to Jen. I like no I idea. booked it. She had no idea what was happening and the we no just clue. got confirmation that he was really going to call. And I have never freaked out over a celebrity before, like, ever. And I've been great doing this a long time. But oh we my saw God. it happen right in front of us. Oh, God. Moist. Oh, God. And I then just she love became him. very... You can watch the video. Stop. We have it for you to see. <laughs> she made some very, very interesting facial expressions. It's on our Jeff and Jen Instagram page. It. Which is Jeff it. and Jen Q102. I just love him. Yeah, and you know, there some listeners were commenting. One of them is going to work with him this weekend, I believe, in Chicago at a convention. Wow, she's going to be. Yeah, like <gasps> yeah. Can you go? Uh, you no, go. I can't go to Chicago this weekend. But you know, if they came a little bit closer, or if he came, because he has his own bourbon company, if he would come somewhere close to here, because there are connections to the company in Lawrenceburg. Ooh. That he should, yeah. They do tours for the bourbon. And why isn't like he a, in Kentucky? It's like a little bit of lightweight talking going I, on. Just, I will, you know, I will allow this. Well, I haven't done it yet, but now that he and I know each other, yeah. I think it would be okay for me to go say hi. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And we I tagged so. him in all of this, so he'll be very clear of who you are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> be sharing my picture with his security. <laughs> Look out for this one. Yeah, she's on the do not Ian list. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, say hi to Jenna Osborne. She's our new best friends club member. Hi, Jenna. Nice. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning and welcome to the club. Thank you so much. You've been a part of our radio family for how long now? I'm. I can't even count how many years. Um, it's been at least twenty. Wow. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah. You want to go see the Taylor Swift movie? No. <laughs> I love the honesty. My daughter is going with her aunt, so oh, she's nice. very excited. Oh, they are gosh. going tomorrow night. Right. You got out of that one, girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's all right. I have to take her to the Olivia Rodrigo concert, Ooh, though. Oh, that'll be, oh, that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Huh. This is great. Well, uh, it says here... As my wife would say at night, I like to play Tom Cruise and be a fighter pilot, a.k.a. she sleeps with a CPAP machine like I do. Oh. 
Yes, that so, is correct. So you have that same Darth Vader mask that I sleep with. Well, actually, mine um, sits right underneath my nose. Oh, but so oh, gotcha. He so, laughs at me all the time for it. Yeah, I know. They're so. I honest to God thought I could never get. This was a long time ago, and I was at a point in my life where I honest to God thought no one would ever sleep with me again when I got <laughs> when I had to start using yeah. that machine. Yeah, is it loud? They're or, awfully it's just quiet just, now. It is. Yeah, they're really quiet. But it's very Darth Vader like, isn't it? No, I mean, not always. Not really. But it's it's enough that if it's off, Kristen notices it. Like she almost, she told me once, it's actually kind of soothing hearing it. It's like white noise. It's probably one of those things when it's not on, you miss it. And she's not worried about you, you know, kicking it in the middle of the night. That's probably pretty relaxing (laughs) too. Right. Rather than listening to you snoring and stop breathing. But. Oprah Winfrey, back when she had her talk show, she she had all these guests on, these people who, you know, from all walks of life, both men and women of all ages, shapes, and sizes who suffer from sleep apnea, and doctors were, you know, starting to take it more seriously because it can lead to other health problems, and Oprah asked the question. She turned to one of the women who's, you know, this very attractive young woman. She said, you know, does this, like, how does this affect your your love life and she said well my love life is the same as it's always been you have your sexy time and then when it's over you put the mask on yeah and <laughs> get on with now things. it's sleep time yeah. yeah but it does you know those middle of the night when you're just kind of you know you're everybody sleeping and then you wake up and you decide hey i'm gonna wake them up too you know that adds a step yeah but anyway the only thing I don't like, the only drag about it is you got to lug it everywhere you go. It's pretty small, though, right? Yeah, they're getting smaller and better. Expensive. Uh, what else? What else? What else? You So Jenna really sucks at spelling. Mm. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. It's not really our strong suit either. Yeah. We screw up the rules like the I before E, except after C, but then sometimes yes. Also, like, there's spell check now and auto, you know, correct and things like that. I feel like spelling is just, it's at your own risk. Right. Yes, it is. My wife calls it Jennaism. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Jenna thinks I took a little too long in marrying Kristen. Oh, yeah. We all <laughs> do, girl. Thanks for saying it. You're welcome. Yeah, we were together 13 years and we finally tied the knot. I thought it was 12. Kristen thought it was 11, so. (laughs) It was too long regardless. Yes. I know. Now we're we're living all those couple problems. That's what happens when you get married. Dealing with things like main sewer lines. Oh, man. Fighting over the thermostat. (laughs) Stuff. I got a text message from my friend Steve last night that says, I hear you're going to be talking to my friend Jenna tomorrow morning. Oh, nice. And I said... Okay, for what? What's that all about? He said, for Best Friend Club. Nice. So do you know Steve? Which Steve? Steve at Moeller. Mm, Not really. Then maybe we have this all mixed up. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway, welcome to the club. We're happy to have you, Jenna. Yeah. Texting Steve, what the hell, man? (laughs) Yeah. 
What are you talking We're about? Just... My daughter is going to be very excited to hear this. Oh, cool. How old's your daughter? She is 12, and well, she absolutely loves you guys. Oh, what an Aww. age. Do you let her listen to Second Date Update? Uh, sometimes. It sometimes might... I have to turn it off. It might scare her away from dating for a few more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She loves to listen to it. She always asks me to turn it up, and I'm like, wait, this one's not appropriate. <laughs> wait a minute. If it's That's not appropriate, funny. you turn the channel? Wow. Yeah. You can do that? Down so I can hear it. <laughs> Look sarcasm. at you taking responsibility for, for parenting. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Jenna. That's why you're in the club. <laughs> thank you so much. That's great. And thank you for what you do. It says here you're a nurse. And uh, Yes, I am. Thank you. We appreciate that. We appreciate you and all you do. We're so happy you're part of our radio family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't wait to see you in that sweet Jeff and Jen jersey. Yeah, just stop by and pick it up, okay, Jenna? 8.30 to 5, Monday through Friday, anytime you want to. Okay, perfect. And tell your friends and fellow fans if they want to sign up for the Best Friend Club, they can go online at WKRQ.com, all right? Yes. All right, good talking to you, Jenna. Take it easy. You too. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's good to go. I already have her in. Happy flying tonight. Bye. Yep. All right, 8.42, weather-wise, sunny skies, a little warmer today. We'll see you high around 7. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.